need you is combos. We gon' show you how the world goes. AG's combos. We gon' show you how the world goes. AG's combos. We gon' show you how the world goes. Take a look at the world we living in. It's falling apart. Uh -huh. Put the glass muscle and guns, but don't show hard. Uh -huh. Time to spark a conversation. Let that be a lesson. Entertainment Studios with Mr. Kenny Smith. What up, doe? What's happening, bro? I had to calm it down this time. I was last time I was super loud. <laughs> did you did you peak the, the bars a little bit? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, damn, I was loud as fuck last time. Yeah, man, it was it was cool though. We was in our zone. Yeah, yeah, we was. We was definitely talking. But hey, what's up with you? You good? Yes, sir. We back, baby. You know, another episode of AG's Convos is always a good thing. Absolutely. We got some company today. Yeah, man. Yeah, we about to get into that a little bit. You know, we uh, we've been talking about the the studio and how we moving and who we moving with and what yeah. we trying to do, and we trying to keep Cleveland front and center of every step of the process. And I think it's important that we keep Cleveland dudes in the building. So one of the individuals that's here today, I'm gonna just put it out there because y'all didn't already met him. You might not remember it because he was kind of off in the distance, but anybody who pays attention to the show and listen to the Success Table event, they heard this faint voice at the very, very yeah. end. <laughs> and I said that he's just a cameraman. Yeah. But that man had a lot to talk about. And that was before I actually knew who he was. Mm -hmm. Once I came to know who he was, I'm like, oh, yeah, we need some more content from this guy. So... Killer Cam is back in the building. Yeah. Yo, how y'all feeling, man? I'm here. How are you man? doing, bro? I got my camera with me. You know, I'm rolling. You know, I'm taking pictures. I didn't even know I was speaking today. I just yeah. happened to show up and I was going. Lights, camera, action. I'm all about that. And then we showing. So, yeah. yeah. That's what you do. Yeah. We, we appreciate you being here. Already. All day, for sure. But he, he brought some company. We brought some company. Uh, we got a new individual that we're trying to make a uh, household name around the building. He's a problem. He's a problem. <laughs> He's a yeah. super problem. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm going to let everybody do their own thing. Everybody get the chance to introduce themselves. But I'm going to call you Mr. LMS until you give the public your name. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we got a branded, right? He all about the brand. It's on his hat. It's on his everything. Yeah. Mr. LMS, how you doing, sir? Man, what's going on, y'all? It's, it's literally... <laughs> A pleasure to be here, man, especially, like, on the whole concept of what it is that this city holds. Um, I represent a lot of the underdogs. Yes, I represent of the, the people that is more so looked at as um, not the cool people, but <clears throat> as weirdos. But let's literally <laughs> represent for the fact that, you know what I'm saying, the weirdos are the cool people. Yeah. And LMS is definitely the brand, but it's a lifestyle. 
And that's, right. that's one of the biggest things we need to let people know is that it's more than just a brand. It's more than just a label. It's more than just a logo. It's a lifestyle. But you're a person. Facts. You're a person, 100%. and I want to make sure, man, because the it's person for sure, the, yeah. the, the person that's representing LMS, yeah, we we got to go into some details about yeah. that. So, you know, I'm gonna just put it out there what we talking about early on because sometimes I like to drag it out and kind of yeah, kind of mess with his head a little bit. Yeah, but you know, that. we uh, what was that? Camera. Oh, camera. <laughs> oh, okay. These mics is These awesome. These mics pick up everything. Pick up <laughs> but, you know, we, we decided to take this episode, man, and really get into the meat and potatoes of the 216. As well as the sauce, okay? The, the sauce, the meat, the potatoes, the sauce, the spices, you know, the elbow grease, everything that make it taste like what it tastes like, man. There's a lot going on in this city. Mm-hmm. All of it ain't good. All of it ain't recognized. And all of it ain't being pursued properly. So Facts. we about to dig into that because uh, we are we are scouting. We are hunting for talent. And we know it's there. And yeah. we just need people to kind of put their best foot forward, man. So before I get into us and before I get into the mission... Everybody get a chance to let the people know what they want them to know about themselves. So, Cam, you want to go first? Oh, you know, you snapping. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let him. You, you hear the you hear the clicks in the right. background. He ain't here taking pictures. That's what he do, man. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, we gonna have some scenery. <laughs> so what is LMS? Man, uh, the the crazy thing is just to give a, a backstory because everybody needs to know exactly where the root of the problem was created because uh, LMS is 100% a problem when it comes to the world, mm. is that this was created in high school. Mm. Um, a lot of people, you know, create their careers or destination or whatever like that in high school before they go into college. Some sure. people don't. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but for me, um, I've been sound with the, the vision of me wanting to be a part of something that actually fits me and mm-hmm. other people that are outsiders or underdogs. So LMS was created to showcase that. Okay. Um, but LMS got a double meaning to it. Um, LMS is uh, just an acronym for two different meanings. It might have a third meaning sooner or later mm-hmm. come down the line, but um, the first meaning I started off with is my principle of living is uh, loyalty, money, success. Um, being loyal to and consistent to what you actually do, love, and dream of. Mm-hmm. Um, like but that. giving it your your all, um, loyalty is way more than faith. Uh, in in the actual edition, in the dictionary, as well as if you want to get more so religious base, it's also bigger than the actual faith word in the Bible as well too. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, money. Money is just a, a tool to be able to utilize um, to create opportunities as well as showcase different things, put you in rooms that you probably wouldn't normally yeah. be in. Sure. Or That's give the you perfect something. way to explain money <clears throat> when you say tool because people don't understand that money is not just yeah. you having money and being able to buy things. You're supposed That's to use it. money for it as a tool to get to the next step in life, basically. Right. So I like the way you use that. Um, <laughs> money is just a piece that... We utilize, uh, we curate it, you know what I'm saying? We be able to make That's it. Right. It's something that, that we use um, just just as a fundamental piece. Um, right. And then success, um, which is the last word. But we honor success, you know. Uh, a lot of a lot of people don't understand that. Like, for me, 
I like success because I like when a person get a trophy. I like when a person uh, reaches the finish line. I like when a person PRs on something that they usually do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <clears throat> honoring it and showcasing the fact that they've completed something right. does something to the person. Yeah, right. So from that, it's just more of a and small victories. Yeah, facts, and it, and it and it makes a person want to always complete something and always go forth like we're humans um we need a fulfillment of a dopamine that actually pushes us further right and if we don't get that dopamine we get stuck into a spot yeah. that we can't get out of yeah. so that's what the first part the of drive. lms was created right. you know what i'm saying the next part was really very simple but also very um corporate based um i took my business into implementing it to uh follow behind the world and understanding how i fit in mm. And LMS stands for luxurious, memorable, and satisfying. Hmm. Um, people being able to tap into what they believe is luxury. Right. People being creating memories that is going to sustain through life. Right. Right. No matter what, uh, satisfying is connection to success, but the satisfying piece of life right. um, that we just always look for. Right. And that's what LMS is all about. Mm. But like, really, for real, for real, I can get into the four factions of it, the <laughs> the real whole nitty-gritty of it, the real meat potatoes, but it's like, uh, given that, it's just like, it's something to digest. And, yeah, we, uh, we ain't going to put all your business. Yeah, facts, facts. <laughs> I got to keep some of them secrets for the, for, for the yeah. actual marketing piece. But yeah. <laughs> there's a person behind LMS, so who exactly are you? So, um, real cool thing is that my real name is... Uh, Robert, but I created a nickname out of a nickname. So LR <laughs> stands for Lil Rob, um, which I was given because I'm a junior. Right. So I was tired of being called little. At that right. Point. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. So at that point, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not little no more. So I gave myself the nickname of LR, um, and it stuck with me uh, to where. LR became a concept of where they thought that I wasn't from here. Mm. They thought I was a whole na- different nationality, all types of things. So it it also gave me a, a good, it felt good because it gave me my own identity. Yeah, yeah. Right. And you got to make your own identity yeah, in this so world. It just, <laughs> it just was like, ah, oh, Especially that. when you were junior. Yeah. Try being yeah. the third. People, <laughs> people give you a name when you're younger and you just take that and run with it right. and all your friends in the hood know you as that name because that's what you was given. Right. But then as you get older, you'd be like, listen, I'm not that no more. I'm right. something different. I'm mature. That's exactly right. Yeah, I get it. And what, do, what does uh, LR do? What what makes LR different? Oh, he Why is LR the, in this room? Oh, yeah, real yeah. Because, because this is what we're talking about. We're 100%. talking about all of this hidden talent in this city, man. And I can't let you be hidden on my podcast. You got to put it out there. I don't know. I think it's because I'm so used to being so low-key, yeah, under the yeah. rug, do my stuff behind the scenes that the way I the way I move is just so natural now. You right. get what I'm saying? So, But in a, in a concept of what I do, um, I've created a entertainment company that helps out with events as well as music, as well as fashion, um, models, so on and so forth. Um, I kind of made myself into being a master of all trades instead of a jack of all trades. Right. Um, I like that. One of, one of the things, man, I, I grew up with a Southern family, so that phrase like where it hit me very hard when my grandfather told me, like he was like, yo, yeah, he's he's a jack of all trades. Yeah. But like, 
for me, you know, I, I grew up playing spades, so you know yeah, that, like, yeah, yeah, Jack, yeah, yeah, Jack yeah. is still lower than yeah, the king yeah, in as well as days. So it's like, yeah, I can still be beat. Like, hold on, I'm thinking, like, dang, if I'm a Jack, that means a queen can actually outdo me. Yeah, in a heartbeat. Uh, exactly. <laughs> so it's like, hold on, then I'm like, wait, a king can outdo me too. Mm -hmm. So then I made myself a master, and it's like, I no longer am like that king or queen or ace. Like yeah, I'm like, just the yeah, yeah. I run it all. 100% facts. So, <laughs> so it's like when it comes to it, you know, I put myself in position. I learned so many different avenues. I learned the fashion industry. I became a model. I became a photographer. I understand videography from the standpoint of communicating to a videographer of what I need. Yeah. I've understand what it is to acting. I understand there's so many different aspects. Even the reason why Cam here, me and Cam linked because of fashion, me and Cam linked because of entertainment, because I actually wanted to learn. I was a sponge and I'm still a sponge. I'm yeah. a student yeah. to life. You get what I'm saying? That's right. That's right. So, um, and then the other piece of it is that uh, the non-profit piece that I like literally just want to give back to the city but like right now the reason why I'm on this podcast is what I want to give back to the city because I want to give back the the part of what we're going to be talking about based off of the hidden talent of, of Cleveland yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> and that piece is going to give us so much to move with right. on knowing that like and, and then more so talking about it until we create this crazy piece of of content and dialogue that makes everybody uncomfortable to be like, all right, cool. I know I've been sitting in the corner. I know I've been in the basement for so long. I know I've been hiding for this long. Now it's time how to come out of captivity. Yeah. Now it's right. time to come out because it's going like right now it's time to be comfortable in knowing that it's somebody out there that's in your best interest versus yeah. there's so many different things that's against you type yeah. thing. So I'm glad you said that because I can I can imagine half of my listeners as this podcast started going, why is the dude here? What is <laughs> and as you started talking, they like, oh, okay, he fits into arch mode, black and white, yeah. crystal clear. Like that's a guy that he sees some potential in, that he wants to be a part of this process. So... Yeah, I absolutely look forward to you being a part of Team GB Entertainment because I know I know where your talent lies and I know where your resources lie and I know where your interests lie and where your motivations lie. And all of the parts and pieces that I've been missing, you've tampered with. Mm -hmm. And all the parts and pieces that you've been missing, we've got access to. Mm -hmm. So it's all about collaboration. When it's all said and done, we're not getting nowhere by ourselves. That is, that is the underlying message of this episode. Facts. I'm telling you, I don't care what part of Cleveland you're from. If you're trying to do it by yourself, you go get there eventually. But you can get there a whole lot faster with the right team around you. Unity you know is I mean? key. We've That's always it. been trying to yeah. showcase it. And every piece of history. makes the dream work, brother. Exactly. <laughs> every piece of history that we've ever put out as a people, unity is key. Yes. That's right. That's how we make things change. Period. That's it. Mr. Cam, Killer Cam. Let's go. Back there doing what you do. Let's go. Networking. <laughs> speaking, up, clicking, shooting shots. So tell us about Cam, man. I mean, we we heard we know a lot about you. Yeah. If we paid attention. Anybody that paid attention got to know, know a little a bit of the background you. and knowing yeah. what where you come from a little bit. Yeah. But we didn't you know, you didn't get your, your fifteen minutes uh, of airtime. So I wanna get that to you. Damn near had me crying like, when you came in here. I ain't yeah, even I'm list, I was listening yeah. to it and I'm like 
Man, this dude. Crying is, crying is good because at the end of the day, you knew that he was something that was going. Yeah, right. I'm like, man, he he had to he had to say something. You know when a person is special because it was it wasn't his time to shine, but he still had to say something though. Like I got to say something, y'all. I don't care what y'all talk about. You want me to take it for you? Oh, he on it. Oh, uh, he look hard it. with look it. That, that looks right. good. <laughs> selfie. He got the selfie with the big lens on it. I don't it. know if it's, if it's working how I need it to. That's hard, right? How the hell did he do that? But the funniest know. thing is is that, like, the crazy part is that from him being a, a understanding the model industry and knowing what he need to do in front of the camera. Yeah. And then he has a camera in his hand. Yeah. It, like, creates something to be like, yo... I know what to do because I know what to do in front of it. Mm-hmm. Now I got it to be behind it. I know what I'm looking for too. Mm-hmm. That's Once crazy. You press down, it's going to do. That means it's focusing. Look, we in here having a photo shoot during the podcast. Um, this is hard. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I like I like, like this podcast you know, today. It's only it's only five of us in the room. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And I say five because I'm drinking bullet. You hear me? It's really four, but my my other personality here. You hear me? But yeah, um, on my end, man, it's so funny. This is a disclaimer. I'm shy, but I'm not shy. Right. Don't believe that, y'all. Right. I'm shy, but I'm not shy. I'm shy in the sense of... I compartmentalize my talent so I don't seem like I'm doing everything at once. But I'm not shy in the sense of, like, I speak if you ask me to speak. Oh, yeah. But um, what you want to know? Like, just hit me with a question. Because <laughs> I don't know where to go. Right, um, right. So the the listeners kind of, uh, well, what Arthur was talking about was um, your last, last time they heard you, um, you had a story. And... Um, Maybe they want you to reiterate that story because they really a little get, more clear. They yeah. really didn't get to get it like they wanted to get it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I know it was about your father and who he was and how he was and how how you were brought up. Um, elaborate on that a little bit, though. And, and let me let me add a little bit to it because I was snapping, so I wasn't on the mic. <laughs> let me add a little bit more to it. A big part of your story is the Cleveland story. Yeah. A big part of your motivation. Is the Cleveland story. A lot of people in this city have a similar background, myself included. Mm -hmm. Different elements, Mm -hmm. but we have very, very similar backgrounds. That's why I was so motivated to sit and have a conversation with you after that event was over. I can't wait to say my piece. Yeah, and you're right. You got a whole other element of that story, but... It's it's what's birthed in these environments mm. that's being lost to me in this kind of seclusion that we find ourselves in mm-hmm. as a community. You know, everybody being their own guy. You know, the last person that I trusted took something from me, so I ain't doing that no more. But, man, you talk about hidden opportunities because yeah. of all of this shelter. You know what I mean? But you kind of you, you took it. You took a leap of faith. Right. Despite your background, you said, I know that I've got some interests. I know I've got some talents. I'm going to put them to work. So mm-hmm. your story played into your motivation, and your motivation created the individual that you are behind that camera now. And that's the person I want people to know. So however you get to that story, I'm going to leave up to you. Oh, wow. To piggyback off the last conversation I was having, 
in the midst of the podcast that AG was putting together with the guys that have experienced being incarcerated, I was speaking of my father. Um, I grew up without my father in my life, and he probably put in about 25 years, maybe more. But um, not having him in my life put me in a position to try to figure out life for myself, mm-hmm. and I didn't have a role model or example in front of me. And only thing I had to hold on to was hope. And in the midst of holding on to that hope, um, God spoke to me through movies. Movies? Mm. So, hence, I'm a professional actor nowadays. Right. But when I was growing up, nobody around me was acting. But the movies was my escape. Okay. I never shared this story. But, like, the movies were my escape, so... The Wood, mm-hmm. House Party, mm-hmm. yeah. um, Baby Boy, um, mm-hmm. The Best Man, uh, Love Don't Cost a Thing, even though that's corny with Nick Cannon, but it's Love funny. Jones. <laughs> um, Love Jones. Love yeah. Jones. Um, Jason's Lyrics. Oh, uh, I still got a group back. Um, you de- definitely a, a Lorenz Tate fan. I can yeah, hear yeah, that. Yeah, Waiting to Exhale. Um, you know what I like though? What's it's up? not boys in the hood in Menace Society. Yeah, I'm no. boys in the hood. Menace Society. It wasn't that lame. That gave was, you gave you what you was trying to get though. Like yeah. it was these the love, the love, yeah. right? That she was, was like, missing subliminally or metaphorically. I was getting it through the movies. Yeah. I, subliminally, I didn't know I was even in, not even just in relationships, but in friendships too. True, because a true. lot of that was a lot of those movies about. Men being together and really being true friends with each other. Brotherhood. 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 Basketball. Yeah. Mm. Gone in 60 Seconds is one of my top it's movies. It's, it's more of like a... Yo. He showed so much determination. Mm-hmm. Right? But you saw it in his eyes before he actually showed you the action. But he told you what he's going to do and yeah. he did it. Yeah. So movies like that is what built me as yeah. far as like my ideal of the type of man that I wanted to be wanted because to be. I didn't have the role model. So I'm looking at a Tay Diggs or I'm looking at a Idris Elba or a Denzel yeah. Washington or a Damson Idris and I'm looking like, okay, like, dang, like, I see me when I see them. Because they look like us too. True. You know what I mean? There's a piece Thanks. of that connection that we could, we could see ourselves in those spaces. And it's not even about the facial features. It's the nuances. Yeah, the nuances. It's like what's within them, we can see it, recognize right. it, because we cut from a familiar cloth. Right. I won't say the, the same. dialogue. Yeah, it's like the solidness the, right. the, or the solidarity within self. Right. Like when it comes to acting, like I want people to know that I'm an actor. Right. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm an actor. I can get behind <laughs> this camera and capture you. I can get in front of a camera and take a pose, but like, right. as an actor, I create reality within the mind for just a moment, and within mm-hmm. that moment, I have full control. Mm-hmm. And yeah. within that moment, no one can take it from me. Mm-hmm. And within that moment, I know that it's black magic. Superman, Chadwick Boseman, mm-hmm. right? Michael B. Jordan. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, Damson Idris. Like, yeah. these are the people that captivate you. Like, when you see them. Literally, their pupils is what captivates you. Yeah. Yeah. What they've experienced in life and being able to bring that to reality through the dialogue that's been given is what captivates you. Yeah. So, like, I believe that 
I have just that it factor that people talk right. about. Like, you got mm-hmm. it. I never understood what it meant, but I, I believe that piggybacking off the conversation. Right. In the midst of, this is an example. In the midst of me being in that experience, I didn't know what I was walking into. But as soon as the men got to talking about life in a real way right. and being taken away from their families, but still being right. able to be an individual and still having an impact, yet knowing that my father went through the same experience, he has an impact on me. Mm. It may not have been as positive, positive or yeah. productive or yeah. you know, motivational as others, but at the same time, like it just showed me that he had more worth than what he believes he has. Exactly. Cause I've always seen it. It's just I've never seen him to the maximum of the potential I saw for him yeah. as my father. Right. Yeah. But as a man, I can relate, even though I can't understand what it's like to be in prison sure. physically. Yeah. Mentally, I've been in prison because I was the kid that was molested as a child. I was right. the kid that didn't have the nurturing mom. I was right. the kid that grew up with a stepdad that I had to learn to respect because he was the only male figure there. Right. But yet gave me the ultimate example of how to be a man. That's dope. But yet we both different because mm-hmm. he motivates me to be better as myself right. versus to be more like him. Where it's right. like, no, you got it, bro. Like, the other day, he called me. He said, son, hey, um, I was on Amazon, and I seen they had these waterproof satin bonnet pockets that you was talking about last mm-hmm. year. And you put the money in, and you got the equipment from overseas, and it wasn't what you expected. But, like, I just want you to know that I'm watching, and I seen it on Amazon. And when you brought it up, it didn't exist. Hmm. And now wow. it's the number one selling product on Amazon. On Amazon. So I just want wow. you to know that you got the eye, Hoyt. Now he said Hoyt because he watched Training Day, so he like you got the you got the eye Hoyt. So it's moments like that where it's like, damn, like I appreciate the fact that even though my biological father wasn't able to be this example, that God still blessed me with an example. Yeah, as I seen the gentleman that day, it just showed me that my father still had potential to be that guy. Yeah, in his own way, right against what I expected. So at that point now, I can have a conversation with my dad, and he could tell me, hey, son, I got me a spot. I'm about to move in in, like, three weeks. Wow. 600 a month. I'm working at this spot. I'm making 18 an hour. In my mind, it's like that isn't really what I expected to hear from my father, but at least I could say that. Take it. You're not dead. You're not still in prison. You got a job paying you 17 or better. You got a spot of your own. Right. Yeah, you may be not, you may be getting a divorce, whatever the case may be. It may not be the best situation, but at least I can say, like, my father doing something good for himself. Yeah. Right? So when I was in that podcast, just to piggyback off what we brought this up for, it it made me feel proud. Yeah. yeah. Even though I didn't have an example prior to the podcast of sure. my father being a Rehabilitated. role model. Yeah. For yeah. an yeah. example. So that just kind of opened my eyes. You had like, that resentment for it may a long not be time. What I expect, yeah. But he's doing something where he's trying to better himself. Yeah. So it motivated me. But to you got to also look problem. at it like he's he's you're a grown man now. Yeah. So 
another grown man talking to another grown man, even though that's your dad, you know what I'm saying? You know, you'd be yeah, like, yeah. I want you to still talk to me like I'm your kid. Yeah. But once you become a grown man, that's out the door. Yeah, they have to come to you like a man for real. And, and when they come to you like that, you got to come as a man and know how to grow up. I mean, and actually have that grown man conversation. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I got it, bro. <laughs> uh, that's hard, but like, for me, like right now, y'all piggy, y'all literally picking up a piece of the conversation. I'm gonna just throw this out there in the middle of it, just cause it's just getting caught up. And it's like, no, y'all talking about this whole concept of mental health, men's mental health. Yeah, like, absolutely. 100%. Like for me, that's one of the biggest things that I'm actually doing right now in Cleveland, Ohio. When we get to the deeper parts of Cleveland, is that I'm gonna make this very uncomfortable for the city. We're going to do a men's mental health event in May, and it's going to be on my dad's birthday. And the reason why it's on my dad's birthday is because I no longer have my dad here with me. Right. But he was a crazy role model how he's speaking and created a structure of my mental on why I should be as strong as I am today. Mm -hmm. um, and I want other men to tap into the potential of themselves. Because, like, the way Cam talking right now, there's another guy that's probably going to hear this, or they wife or they woman going to hear this, mm -hmm. and going to think about they man and say, like, yo, man, my man's actually going through this. Exactly. And my man actually feels this way about his dad. And but, I don't know how to respond. Exactly. But the maturity of him saying, like, yo... I know my dad ain't doing what he, he should be doing right now because he missed 25 years of my life. But, hey, he's doing something. He's doing something. Right. And also, you got to think, if you're a black man, 100%, if you're a black man and you're standing on the other side of this conversation right now and you hear this, you got to think, like, bro, don't expect your, your father to have it already figured out right yeah, now. that's right. Because literally, the odds are already stacked against you even when you touch that facility. Mm -hmm. like, right. Period, bro. Like, And think about it in the whole way of like, man, he talking about he about to have a whole spot. Right. 600 a month. And he got a job. Yeah. What other nigga that's coming out of jail that's not talking about doing the same criminal situation that he right. got himself in that situation? Mm -hmm. He ain't doing that. Exactly. Right. He not doing that. He's actually trying to be like, hey, I'm I'm 100 percent doing something for sure. I, it ain't that much, but I'm doing something. And when it gets to that bigger point, son, at the end of the day, I'm still gonna show you that these things matter. These Absolutely. things are 100 percent what it is. Life is about yeah. just you know, doing these small things. And what I wanted to bring to the table because you know, Cam, you may not realize it, but you're you're privileged in this room. All three of us have lost our fathers. Mm -hmm. So we don't have that opportunity mm -hmm. to make amends. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But my situation and your situation were very, very similar. My father was very distant in his parenting, where these two had very involved fathers. Yeah. Very involved mm -hmm. fathers. And I know I, I didn't give Boos a, a chance to say Damn. that on his own, but, you know, his father was very much... Yeah. He, he was he was actually my stepfather. Stepfather, excuse yeah, me. Yeah. So yeah. I still have my Your real father. Father father is alive. Your yeah, he's still he's yes. still alive. But my stepfather was really the impact in my life, though. Yeah. My father was like the Papa was a Rolling Stone type guy. You know what I'm saying? Same here. Dude, so similar situation. Do whatever he want to do. He, wanna do. he got a whole. He still talk like that to this day. Like I got these boppers, son. I be like, pops, you old as shit. What you talking about? <laughs> Same here. I might get a six pack. Put sweaties on my car. What are we talking about here? <laughs> <laughs> you talking about some girls right now? I, I, and they about my age, and I'm sitting here like, oh, you got girls my age? You you killing them out there, ain't you? Huh? <laughs> 
Pops, you're doing it. Thank you, baby. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I apologize. Like, no, that's I don't fine. Put but that on I, I like that yet. you said that's my dad because that's what I look at him yeah, as. Like, true. his passing hurt me to the core because Same, he was in my life mm-hmm. for basically my since I was in elementary. So, mm-hmm. it was like, dude, I, that's Pops. You know what I'm saying? Like, so once he was gone, it was like, damn. My, father, my stepdad been in my life since I was two. So, like, mm. I, oh, wow. He's always been that father figure. Yeah. Now, just, when we initially connected, it was rough because in my mind, it's like, you're not my daddy. Right. right. That's how I felt at but one point in time. <laughs> after a few conversations and me realizing and also getting a child support check for a dollar and 25 cents, <laughs> damn. I guess you is my father. You is popped. I'm the pappy. <laughs> but also, the time... Hey, look. The fact that you even said... Y'all said two words that made it so so different in the concept. And it's really... It is a different... As a father and a dad. Mm-hmm. There's two... Those are two different men. Two you know? different people. Yeah. yeah. I got a father. Men. But I had a daddy, though. My yeah, dad. And and my daddy was my stepfather for real. My my father was just my my daddy. You know what I'm saying? My father. No homo, but like for a grown man to call another man his daddy. Yeah, that's my daddy. Man. That takes a lot. That, like, that tells you what you gotta earn that. Like, that's my dad, bro. That's my dad. If my stepdad my dad, called me today, bro. I'm gonna say, "What's up, dad?" You know what I'm saying? If my dad called me, like my father called me, he might say, "Bro," yeah, I my, might call him, "Bro." Hey, what's up, pop? <laughs> I call, sometimes I call my daddy I don't call him Daryl But in my mind It'd be like What's good my dog What's poppin' You need something Oh $35 I ain't got it I ain't got it I need gas You hear me But my stepdad He like How you doing What you need yeah. Right. Because he comes to you it. with what you need, I like don't instantly. Ask you for nothing. You know, don't ask you for nothing. Right. My stepfather finally started asking me for money, like towards the end of his life. He yeah. started. He, when he was he like would, a senior citizen. He, he would need gas money. And he'd be like, son, you got you got $20 I can borrow? And I'd be like, he go 40 and then he'll come back, bring the money back to me because he get his check, and he'll be like, "Here go your forty. That's real. I'll be like, "Dude, keep that. What no, are you but doing? That's free. That matters. <laughs> yeah. That matters. Keep that. Mm-hmm. But I don't need. I don't. I don't need you to give me back no money, dude. If I gave it to you, I felt like you needed it, that's and it's yours. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's real. Even that's though real. you said you wanted to borrow it, yeah. I respect the fact. I respect that you wanted to come back yeah. and give it back to me. But at the end of the day, dude, keep that. Yeah. I, I didn't need that forty dollars. Gonna go. Buy something crazy <laughs> she didn't with even it. <laughs> so, you know the, the the good part about this conversation, man. There is a there is a lack of men in the in the family structure. Yeah, it is right. But you guys are shining examples that that's not always the case, mm-hmm. and presence isn't always a bad thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Sometimes, and even step parents isn't always a bad thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been married twice, so my second wife. Same here. Oh, there you go. Married and divorced twice. I'm 32, but we can keep talking. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Hey, I get deep. it. That's I deep. get it. I got a, I got a movie Married coming out and divorced oh, yeah, I can't twice. wait to see that one. <laughs> yeah, let's keep talking. But no, I was just thinking, you know, my second wife really raised my oldest daughter. Not that her mother isn't available or isn't present. Right. But technically, she wasn't the mom yeah. that I needed my ex-wife to be to my daughter mm. so i took this i took it upon myself to find somebody that would fill that void for mm-hmm. my child and it's not like your mama's 
maybe intentionally, maybe unintentionally, they at least found somebody that could do mm. that for y'all. Yeah. Because I can't imagine being a man without a male figure. Yeah, it's hard. And I can say that because I was one. Mm. I had uncles, I had older brothers, but at the end of the day, my mama could ask me literally for anything because she was my mama and my daddy. Mm-hmm. Today, she's still both because yeah. my father's gone. You know what I mean? But she instilled in me the man that y'all have come to admire, that both of my wives have come to admire, mm -hmm. that my mama has come to be proud of. You know, so I give credit where it's due. Mm -hmm. And as bad as we make out this whole single parent situation to be, just because a woman is raising a child by herself, don't make her insufficient. Yeah. And just because the father ain't in the house don't mean he's absent. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And sometimes you just have to make the most of the entire structure. Stepmother, stepfather, father, mother, uncle, brother. It takes mm -hmm. a village. We say that for a reason. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Ain't no individual responsible for all of it. So I think we're fortunate to be able to have this conversation for it to be lighthearted. Because, again, when, when the people that listen to these podcasts and the people that look at the black community from a distance start talking about fathers, they just see a bunch of, you know, yeah. shortcomings. Yeah. And y'all are proof positive that that's not always the case. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I appreciate y'all bringing that element to this conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get back to that, <laughs> to them two divorces. <laughs> but I do, maybe on another podcast. Yeah. That's a moment. Yeah, because I, I get it. I got a lot to say. Yeah. You do. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot to say, too. I can say that I'm I'm definitely happy in a healthy relationship and dynamic nowadays, That's but dope. I've been through some trauma that I believe if I was to express or be transparent about it, it uh, provides some escape for other men that may not have had the experience yet. Yeah. Now you just gave me a topic for the men's well, we, we coming, That's why you coming back. <laughs> yeah, you coming back. I'm cool with that. And I, a part of me says... Fuck what we was go talk about. Let's talk about that. But we're not going to do that. Because we got to get, we gotta get to what's important. And that's not that that's not important. But I kind of had some, some avenues that I wanted to take along these lines. Because what we're talking about are how we as boys grew up in this society, in this community, and became men of independent direction mm. on the backbone of our mothers or these men who were fathers or played the role of fathers that are in several cases now mm. no longer part of our lives. So I wonder how that dynamic, how this, this uncertainty of this man's role in the house leads to some of this seclusion that we're talking about, some of this sheltering that we're talking about. Mm. Because I know it was real hard for me to come out of my shell with no man to say, you're going about that wrong. My mother did it. But how much do she know? She ain't coming through what I'm coming through. So I just gotta gotta wing it, you know what I mean, and hope for the best. And I think because of that presence of my mother, it's why I was so early getting into my first marriage. I was married before I was 19 the first time, you know what I mean? But it was like I had to have that presence because not having the father, I can deal with that. Not having either, I don't know. You know what I mean? So I need somebody to bounce off of. Mm. And I've always lived by the mantra that, you know, we're not here by ourselves for a reason. Life is not meant to be lived alone. Mm. So we have to have somebody to bounce off of, yeah. some element to bounce off of. But that's, that goes beyond the household. 
That goes into your professional life. That goes into your role as a parent. And it definitely goes into developing yourself into whoever you plan to become. So now we got all of these boys that have become men that may or may not have somebody to actually lean on mm -hmm. when it comes to that develop self-development piece. And as a result, they just kind of sit there. Mm -hmm. And they sit on all of this talent. And they sit on all this opportunity. And that's why they say the, the cemetery is the most valuable place in the world. All these dead ideas that never came to life. You mm. know what I mean? We need to change that. A hundred percent. We that's... need to change that. So how do we do that? Man, I'm, I'm going to let everybody answer that. <laughs> so so there's a lot of key points that you actually uh, spoke about. That was, That's like it can go farther in dialogue, but... Of course, I'm going to answer the question. Right. <clears throat> it's not always the men situation that actually, like, creates this um, bubble of non-opportunity, um, hiding of pure potential. It's the world that does it to us mm -hmm. because we're expected to be so much yeah. in one setting that we can't even be the talented person in the next. Um, I mean, even from the concept of me even experiencing being a stepfather and not even knowing how to be a father. Yeah, it, I did that a few times yeah, in a few so, relationships. Yeah, but it's like, <clears throat> it's like being that role and not knowing how to be that role makes you sit on some of the things of ideas of expression pieces that mm -hmm. you have in the back row just because it's a responsibility to be this at 100% capacity. 100%, and, yeah. And a lot of people don't know how to balance themselves in the time management and structure of themselves to be like, all right, cool. Uh, I know that normally the, the baby go out of the house at 8.30. Well, you can't get up at 7 or 6 or 7 30 or 8 o'clock you got to get up at 5 5 to just be able to give yourself time yeah everything and and you got to get everything day. ready 100% so it's like but it's also for me like I believe in this word so much because it's the lack of in so many conversations and it's the lack of because when you talk about a person mindset it be just because of this one word and that one word is discipline discipline that's a very key word of us understanding and being able to utilize through our life because we be moving into everything and then some as men and thinking we can handle everything and then some and throw it on our shoulders and move out. But we don't discipline ourselves of knowing what is right yeah. to move with and what is wrong to move with um, and setting a value on how we actually move because if we was to just take our time into planning and delegating, or as well as having accountability partners, uh, it will add us to create value. And it's like sitting in so much talent that we do have, sitting in so much potential that we do have, comes with the fact that we isolate ourselves from the village. Yeah. As a man, we're not. We're looked at as these, like we, something, the world's created a standards on us. To where you got to be the head of the household, you got to bring in the bread and food and all that stuff to on the table. Then you have to protect the whole household mm -hmm. and everybody in it. So it's like when we thinking about an idea and have this idea, this idea on the back burner on the shelf, yeah, yeah. collecting dust because we have to do these we gotta, things we gotta that the world created right? expectations on us for. Yeah, yeah. And now it's like 
even though we see one way and a perspective of that we need to be able to do these things in our household with women or without women at your mom's house or not at your mom's house or even in your own house, you still have that foundation of I'm the man of the house, so I got to make sure the bills is paid, food is on the table, this, 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 and this. Mm -hmm. But the structure of, like, balance of even understanding feminism for yourself. A man don't know how to express himself, so now he's holding into this, and now everything else of that talent is still sitting on the back burner mm -hmm. because you cannot create a balance for yourself. You know how now we literally see a lot of women doing boss moves, quote-unquote, that oh, yeah. we call it? Yeah. Oh, day. But then we, we see that, like, oh, she putting food on her own table. Right. Mm -hmm. So Maybe she's created a balance of masculinity and feminism, and now she's doing both, but we ain't doing both. But we right. ain't doing both. We're not expressing ourselves. We're not talking about our issues. We're not literally making it a thing to take time for ourselves. We just more so saying... It's whatever. I'm going to deal with it, but I'm going right. to keep pushing, yeah. and I'm going to keep making this money. I'm going to keep working this job. That but hustle you, mentality. But you hurting yourself in a real yeah. sense. You ain't, and I'm you a, ain't taking on your own mental. Facts. Right. And that's, you know, we got a sister podcast, brother podcast. I said that before. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we got a brother podcast, the GB7 podcast, where we uh, we do that. We do a lot more self Yeah, reflecting. Health. Yeah. Trying to figure out what's wrong with yeah. Your co-host and what's going on with your mind? Like, well, how, mm. the first question is, how's your mental? You know what I'm saying? Every so episode. every episode, around that's how room. we start. Around and, the room. and it goes around the room, and everybody gives like how they feel and what they be what they've been going through during during that week because it's an every week pe uh, podcast. So it's like, all right, well, everybody explaining themselves and and how their their week went and where they at in life right now. And it's not always all good. And it's not always all good. We have some people who go in there and cry, some people who just be like, well, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I got my days where I'm like, uh, it ain't all that, but I'll, I'll make it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But um, it, it feels good that, that your friends want to know that something is, if, if something is wrong with you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, how is you feeling today? You know what I'm saying? How was your week? How was mm -hmm. work? How was everything? Because these are the type of things that men we don't talk about with our girls. Like, your, your girl might ask you, like, how was work? And you'll be like, it was fine. And that would be the end oh, of that shit. conversation. Right. Like, mm. But if your boy That's asks facts. you, you might give him the business. Like, man, this man, bitch this at work, shit. man. Like, <laughs> you, you really go through it with him because that's your boy. You know what I'm saying? So... Yeah, so it, it kind of gives you a, something to get off your chest and to talk about it and then start realizing that maybe you do need to talk about it with your girl a little bit more. Right. Maybe you do need to open up a little bit more to a conversation with, with other friends, not just yeah. those friends, but right. with everybody. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you do need to ask about other people's mental because they might not be doing good even though they come around you and just be happy and go lucky and just chilling with you. You never know. You, the, the the handshake you offer a dude might be the only one he gets all day. Yeah. The, Ooh, the hug you give somebody yeah. might be the only one they get all day. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And we got to be conscious of that. You know what I mean? This really ain't about... You know, breaking into people's psyche or making them sensitive or getting them to expose themselves. Yes, vulnerability is one of the key words of my show. You know, mm -hmm. if you're not getting uncomfortable, if you're not being vulnerable, you're not growing. Mm -hmm. But that ain't necessarily something you do every day, everywhere. You know what I mean? Sometimes you got to find that circle of people that you do that with. But everybody got to have at least that circle of people. Right. Or mm -hmm. even just that other individual. Mm -hmm. Because that's where, to me, it's in that that sheltering it's in that you know that barrier that you put up to your own expression 
that's where you start to block opportunities. Yeah. That's where you start to shelter, you know, some of your gifts. You know, a person would never know how good you were at acting if you didn't have that outlet of the mm. movies. You know what I mean? It never would have existed. You know, I never would have come to this space. I never would have been sound enough in my personal belief structure if it wasn't for the fact that I had to raise my kid on my own. You know what I mean? But I never, if I didn't talk to somebody about that, I never would have got through that process. I was raising a girl mm-hmm. as a man, working a full-time career job. If I tried to do that without asking for help, without seeking those resources, I would have gave up on her, and I never would have got to this point. Yeah. So to some extent, you have to be comfortable getting uncomfortable. And for men, being uncomfortable means asking for help. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you start looking at all of these artists, all of these producers, all of these actors, cameramen, mm. all of these service providers, as I like to call them, that are just sitting waiting for somebody to say, hey, don't you know how to do that? As opposed to going out there and saying, hey, I really know how to do this. Give me a chance. Mm. Yeah, putting yourself out Put there. You, you got to do it. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise you're going to run out of time or that opportunity is going to miss itself or the one guy that finally takes that leap of faith is going to get the opportunity Take that your was spot, meant for you. And you're way better than that person. Right. And you know, and now it. you're just sitting there again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I know that we were here to talk about hidden talent, but I think the bigger issue is why is talent hidden? Mm-hmm. We, we know it's there. We know that there are people that have these resources, that there are people that have this talent. Why don't they share it? I think people just just afraid to put themselves out there like that. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I think people it. people feel like that if you put yourself out there, you won't get the response that you want. You know what I'm saying? And, and a lot of times you won't get the response that you want, but that doesn't mean that you won't get the response that you need to have, though. To make, you know that, right to make that right move. Because I've been... I, I, I know he said he's been rapping since he was a kid. I've been rapping since uh, I was probably out of high school. And, I mean, I've never had a big break in rapping. I done did shows. I done did mixtapes. I done did all types of stuff. And really ain't nothing. I mean, other than the people around me that gave me my kudos, like, oh, that shit hard. But other than that, I don't get no record deals or nobody telling me to go up to a record label and the things that you see people doing, you know what I'm saying? But that's my thing that I haven't stepped out and did. That's the work I have to put in and not the work that somebody else got to give to me just because I think I'm raw. You know what I'm saying? I think I'm raw. But if I don't go out there and put myself out there, it ain't going to happen, bro. None of that's going to happen. And you can't, Every rapper that you ever see out here, they put themselves out there or they just happen to be around somebody who was putting themselves out there. Okay. And they and that person believed in them. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of these rappers, you'd be like, he don't even deserve to be where he at. But he was around <laughs> somebody who believed in him and he put in his own little work on the side and the other person put in a lot of work behind him. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You just got to get with a team. Like you said, teamwork make the dream work. Every time. I, I, see, I see you thinking, Cam. What's on your mind? <laughs> I can tell you want to add something to that. It's it's just it's crazy though. I'm very patient. Yeah, right. I, I am too though. I'm the same way though. I've been doing this for a long time. I don't run around telling people, yeah, I'm a rapper. I don't do that. I I sit here and be like, dude, I do engineering. You know what I'm saying? I can I can make your track sound good. I I've been around so many rappers in my life. And a lot of them don't know that I rap. 
they just know me as to be sitting behind the computer mm. recording them. But the ones that do know I rap, they definitely be like, I need to get you on the track. And I'd be like, all right, let's make it happen. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not about to promote myself to you when you trying to be an upcoming rapper. I'd, I'd rather just make you sound good. I'm, right. That's what I'm focused on right now. <laughs> so I just sit back and be like, dude, I'll be patient. You know what I'm saying? I keep making my little tunes. You know what I'm saying? It's a hobby. It's just right. something that I just do. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know I'm good at it. Right. One day, I'll take the well, next Well, the platform step. is being built for everybody to show. But shine. now, yeah. being around this guy, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> he's the one that be that pushes. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, if you're going to do it, do it. You know what I'm saying? If we're going to do this, do this. If we're going to do that, do that. Hence why we here in this building today. You know what I'm saying? Because. It was just a conversation at one point in time in my basement, you know what I'm saying, to the point where it came to this, though. Like, we here, you know what I'm saying, this big old building with four studios. Mm. <laughs> so you got to just get around people who well, ready. There's, there's your vision, there's my vision, there's our vision. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah. My vision goes shine. I, I, I can't. I, I think the main reason why a lot of people fail at putting themselves out there is because Failure is scary. Yeah, it's rejection hurts. is scary. It hurts your heart. <laughs> and and investing mm -hmm. when you have little to work with is very very hard to do. It's very hard to take the last hundred dollars you have and put seventy five of it in a gas tank to go apply for a job in Texas. Mm. or Tennessee or wherever you might happen to be because if I don't get it I don't have enough to make it back home mm -hmm. but the reality of the situation is the real hustle the real um, determination that we have found that a lot of these dudes out here haven't is I don't have the option of not getting this yeah. job failure is not an option failure is <laughs> not an option <laughs> not an option and when you can approach something by saying failure is not an option you walk through that job or through that door that interview with the mindset of so when do I start yeah Correct. you know what I mean I, we ain't even talked yet I ain't worried about the conversation I'm gonna tell you whatever you need to hear you gonna realize that Passing on me is the worst decision you can make. Mm -hmm. If you all remember from that from that conversation, Big said or or um, Lewis Fields, he said, "For me, I knew that if I did not pass that parole board this last time, I was going to die in jail. Mm -hmm. it, it wasn't. I might. I was convinced. I was certain." And he didn't say it, but he said it to the extent of mm. even if I have to bring it upon myself, mm. I will die in this place if they say no. So I can't accept a no. Mm -hmm. So I have to make sure that I know every part and piece necessary to create a yes. Mm -hmm. And that's all we got to do mm -hmm. collectively as a community, as a society, as a culture, as men. We got to create the yeses and we got to use each other to do that. I feel like it's a lot that goes into this, but mentally... Um, it's a state of mind that you just spoke about. Yes, sir. That it's not even a thing of persuading the person to say yes. It's the fact of feeling that there is yes. Yeah. Um, I can, I will. Yeah. Right. And it's more of a, you you can't just approach something as normal as it being, uh, oh, I got three interviews today and I'm looking for a job. 
Hey, you gotta want it enough to even be understanding yeah. the fact that like, yo, okay, cool. This is my livelihood. This is how it's gonna pay my bills. This is how it's gonna be able to put food on my table. If you don't feel like that, then you ain't gonna go get it. That's yeah, right. Go it's just it. also in the same situation, a crutch. Like if your mindset based off of something that a person and put you in a, a fulfillment for you to just slack and do less of, mm-hmm. you ain't gonna do nothing but just do that. Yeah. All right. So, yes, 100% coming there feeling like that, but Cleveland, do we feel like that? Do we feel like we should be? Because I'm tired of, I'm 100% that person that's like, I'm going to say it. I'm tired of everybody coming to our city, all these name, name folk, whatever people that's out there in the industry that's coming no here, thing. literally more so looking at the talent. Studying the talent and then, and then taking, taking it to their space and then they turning it up just to make to to make yeah. it seem like it's theirs. I'm yeah, tired yeah. of it. hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. And these, and these artists don't know no better because they just feel like they're Man, they feel even. like I I I got in a space with somebody who they felt was important. Man, and that person. Got, not, got got hey. what they got out of me and went back to the lab and took my whole swag. This is this is one of those more most more so uncomfortable statements. I don't care for my accolades that I created. Why? Because every day I'm creating one. Mm-hmm. So for me, That's you could tell news. me you could tell me that I've worked with this person. Yeah. So what? That that moment, time, everything passed and gone. Passed, gone. So I'm working with you today. What are we doing? Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So. Man, like I, I at the end of the day, it's like I can talk about who I've worked with and what I've done, but what fulfillment is that? That's just gas, bro. That's gas for the vehicle. That's but right. you ain't gas. paying attention to the vehicle getting to the destination. Right. You ain't right. going nowhere. You exactly. just, you just put gas in it and sitting. Exactly. <laughs> you gas it up a tank burn. that's just there, bro. And then you probably got a whole like yeah, literally reserve s- tank. Just yeah. Chilling, just chilling <laughs> sit on the side, like yeah, all right, cool. You got all this gas, all you but you ain't do is just nowhere. Move. Just get moving. Let's yeah, go. The engine is worthless if it ain't moving. Mm -hmm. So that brings me to another element that, another question that I think is kind of an uncomfortable question because I think the fact of the matter is a lot of the reasoning behind our lack of progress is because for whatever reason, Cleveland and in a lot of ways Detroit, Pittsburgh, Buffalo, we we stay in what I call survival mode. Yes. Huh? Limitation, gatekeeping. It's never. It's. It, yes, it is survival mode for sure. Limitation. We're not. We're not. We're not pursuing opportunities. We're trying to make it. Yeah. Correct. It's limitations. But, but, but come on, let's 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 look at Go this situation. Right. <laughs> you just said something that was so. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> no, go ahead. You you over there all quiet playing all right, with the camera. So like, I've been sitting back quiet this whole time because <laughs> I like to observe and soak up as much as I can before I say what I'm gonna say. Right? Now please excuse me. Mm-hmm. This is a disclaimer. <laughs> right. I'm about to speak my mind. Right. All day. That's what we about. Let's get uncomfortable. So off the point you were speaking of survival mentality, um, that is one of my key said. points too. Now, at the end of the day, you're absolutely right. When it comes to survival mentality, a lot of people are pushing back on the support they can receive based on feeling like they need to survive. Mm-hmm. And I can only say that from experience. Mm-hmm. I'm still that person that's trying to transition from a survival men- mind state, state yeah. to a, a successful. A, wait, wait, wait! A living mind state living mind there you go right. <laughs> mind state that you live in where you reside so for me personally 
being in this room right now as we all speaking and me being able to have the opportunity to express how I feel. I lived my life in a survival mindset for years. Um, you spoke on living your life in a way where you're not ashamed of asking for help. Vulnerable. The culture we grow up in as men, black men. Let me be specific, black men. The culture we grow up Black men in the city. Let me right. let me be very specific. <laughs> in the city, right? Because Get the city it. is different than the suburbs, right. and I know both experiences. Now, I was the first of a couple families that were black families in a white suburban area, but I also lived in the hood, four right, block, hundred forty third in Saint Clair. Like mm -hmm. I know, I know what it looked like on both spectrums. But I'm gonna say right. this: in the midst of listening to everybody speaking. I'm going to say that as you was raising your daughter as a single black man with only a mother figure in the household who mm -hmm. played both roles, I can relate because my mom was that person until she met my stepdad. Mm -hmm. Now, in the midst of her meeting my stepdad, my mom was very rebellious towards my stepdad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So a lot of ways that, and mind you, he was immature at first too, sure. but he matured, figured out how to gain financial literacy and then wanted to educate my mother. My mother was rebellious on, I make my own money. I should be able to spend it how I choose yeah. to. Mm -hmm. So I'm about to go out here and go shopping because right. I worked hard for this money. Right. In his mind, it was like, yeah, we worked hard for it, but we don't have a degree behind us, so we should sit on it. Yeah. In my mind, it was a, damn, I got to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> so from there, it was, let me go cut grass. Right. Let me figure out how to monetize the resources around me prior to them educating me on being an entrepreneur. Mm. In the midst of you speaking about your daughter, I can understand from a father growing up, growing up raising a son aspect that didn't have a male figure right? Mm -hmm. or a father figure. So right. just to connect the two, you had to figure out how to be a parent first off mm, and realize sure. that you were. Then from there, it was a how do I put my child in a position to prepare themselves without feeling like they need to survive as well mm -hmm. and from there it's uh okay who do i confront or ask help help of that's supportive of me within my circumstance without being judgmental that's right. right or trying to tell me what they think is best right yeah you're gonna run into both, both. so then from there it's uh how do i suppress my ego and pride in the midst of these moments mm -hmm. of being vulnerable mm -hmm. in front of people that I don't trust because I don't trust nobody right, because right. I didn't have the support of my parents the way I expected, mm. but I had it the way that they provided it because right. of their past experience of not having the emotional right. intellect or the nourishment from their parents, and so they're duplicating the process. So now I'm in Sherwin-Williams, right? Fortune 500 company, black man with a beard, Stereotype. Right. Raising my daughter, if the police pull me over, I look like a black guy. Right. Typical nigga. Right. At my job, they value me because I make them money. Let's be mm -hmm. real. Yeah. Right. I bring something mm -hmm. to the table. As a black man, it's uh I decided not to be a slave and accept what was given separate myself and put myself in a room of diversity and figure out how to adjust to be in a better advantageous position for my child mm, that's right. in the midst of still being that same nigga mm -hmm. right. Jay-Z and in the midst of it okay <laughs> now 
I can look at it as, okay, I can either be the typical or I can up the ante and stop trying to survive and just succeed at what I'm doing. In the midst of it, succeeding, adopting the skill set, now we're here at GB Entertainment. Right. Fast forward. This man so figured me at out. the end of the day, it's like you took what you learned through the experience, applied it to your life in a real way, That's right. while still being able to put on. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. Be yeah. professional. Right. Be a successful face, black man Facts. in America. Yeah. You know right. what I'm saying? Like you did that. And now we're here and now we're having this conversation. And if it wasn't for the sacrifice that you made and the sacrifice that you made yeah. in regards to engineering, producing, and not being a rapper that people promote to say, like, yo, your shit fire, you should be the next the baby. Yeah. But yet you here to provide this podcast that you all are listening to. And my brother <laughs> LR is sitting here having a conversation in the midst of me being connected <laughs> to my boy G. At the end of the day, it was like divine for us to all be here and we all had to go through something to get here mm-hmm. that's right but just to piggyback again off what you said the survival mentality is a choice that's right mm-hmm. hold, on, hold on hold on hold on hold on now i'm about to throw something in y'all minds because you just sound like my bro hey, kanye he ran, he ran when he down, said though. slavery was a choice yeah, yeah, and he, he just literally like just that. broke it down on how it makes sense on why his mentality on his response was that i kid you not you just spoke about how literally slavery was a choice of us. We was way too we was way too deep. If we deep in real life, yeah. in real life right now, if you go to the club and you that deep on the field, you like, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Y'all can't come in the club. Y'all are way too deep. This <laughs> not a good thing. We don't feel comfortable. Because we didn't even know who we was. No. That mentality, that's the part of like where we tap into that, like it be it be the, the the key part of like knowing once you learn who you really are and your value, you become something that is more of the conscious mind can even fathom to yeah. understand. Yeah, right. just to just to interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> now, what Kanye said personally, I feel Slavery like Slavery was a choice. No, this is what I'm gonna say. And he was he was this he was I'm speaking say. on a very words. big broad <laughs> words are broad. powerful. No, hold on. And him saying Say slavery is a play is a choice, that was his perspective and I respect it. Slavery slavery was forced upon us. Yeah, forced, right. It was also a combination of indoctrination. Mm-hmm. Plus, not having the mental strength right. or it's resources I got that. to survive yourself. Now, we on the same page. I agree with you. It was a choice. Now, it was, the choice that you're speaking of, based on what I'm observing, is that in the midst of you knowing that you had certain intel, or I should say insight, that God gave us, the melanin ones, Facts. the ones that right. were original. Facts. Right. The abdomen, the uh, what's the uh, 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 indigenous, Facts. indigenous aborigines. Facts. You feel me? Like he put us in that position. He created us first. White people are not superior. They actually were the ones that moved further away from the equator, which made their skin pigmentation adjust, which made them white, which made them feel as though they could, whatever. But anyway, right. they're not superior. They are actually us. Mm-hmm just further away from the equator which means further away from the sun which means less connected to god because god is the sun and for them to adjust the skin pigmentation and then try to indoctrinate our mindsets because we were ignorant 
mm-hmm. to the point where we believed in them because they had force. Mm-hmm. Whoever invented guns must have gave it to the white folks first. Yeah. And if they didn't, they gave it to us, and we weren't smart enough to utilize it the way we were we supposed know what to, to do with it, right? which means it's the reason why we sold our own people to them, which made them say, hey, it's okay. They right. said it's okay. We, we already bought some of their people from them. Right. So now we could just take them to the Atlantic slave trade, and we could just get it popping. Right. And we can get have them make the sugar and all the things you right. feel me. And so that is the so choice that he's saying that choice. we had. Choice. And it's, so it's not an individual level thing. It's not. Facts. Now, whoever was in charge of our people at that time that made the choice to sell our people was the person that made the wrong decision at that point. In time. Mm-hmm. See, and also one of the things that I 100 percent gonna speak on. It's, and it goes deeper to what, what that conversation is, is that manipulation. Mm-hmm. Because what if the conversation, this is a, not even a major what if, and how it was explained to me on the concept of a person that was way enlightened than I was, was that that conversation may have been persuaded as if, oh, yeah, we want a couple of your guys to come over there, a couple of your guys and families. We want to take over. We got some space for them and, and homes right. for them. And, well, we know and that everything that's going to be right. over there. So, like, we're not looking to do anything. We just want to keep the peace and bring you guys over to our space so that we can expand. And that's can, that's and thousands of miles back. away, though. So how would they know what but was, the, know the hell was going on? But they didn't know that it was thousands of miles away. They just said that it was over the water. Yeah. We don't know. We, we, we didn't know how far the water was. You get what I'm saying? We was so stuck on where we was at. And it's like, yes, the history does give us some type of like something, but it's like we'll never know. It's, it's so many different real. it's so many different pieces of information that That's actually missing. so hidden. Yeah. It's like you got you got major secret societies, you got major uh, locked, locked away pieces of the Bibles that's cut and taken away. Like yeah. you got so many different things that stuff are that they do not our want brains us to know even at all. think of. Yeah. But like at the end of the day, we are a hundred percent choosing to what we want to know and to what we know. What you get what I'm saying? Because it's, it's the, persuasion. The woken, not woken. Yeah, the woken Facts. and not woke. Yeah. But then you got to choose to be woke to and to even be there, because you can sleep all day. Yeah. So, you can choose to sleep all day. So what you're talking about. <laughs> And what I'm talking about mm. are generational differences of the exact same conversation. Mm-hmm. Facts. What happened during the slave trade, nine times out of ten, somebody was told, hey, we need some folks. We need some laborers. I mean, this is what this is how the story has been told mm-hmm. a few different times. We need some laborers. You got people around here. We'll pay you because we know your tribe. We know your Facts. families need these resources we're going to give you these resources we're going to take these members of your tribe we're going to give them the tools to survive in our new space and when they get to where they need to be if they want to send back for y'all they can't mm, you nice. know if they want to send back for their children they can't we're just we just need some help to get to where we're trying to go facts and so the tribal leaders at the time as the story goes would go to these men and say hey look you know if you go we can feed the, your entire family mm-hmm. off of this one, you know, deposit, if you will, mm-hmm. for the next year. The, the whole tribe is going to eat. Correct. So I'm going to need you to jump on this ship and just go do whatever needs to be done. Exactly. And whenever you're done, you can come back. And then you never hear from them again. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So the mothers and the Drafting children are going. The exactly. exactly. The mothers and the children are going, a- where, where did dad go? And the tribal leader's going, oh, we'll send somebody else to go find them. Because mm-hmm. yeah. now he knows I, that's another guy that I'm about to get the same. And all he had to give them enough to eat. 
I only had to give them enough to survive. Back. I get to keep the change. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> Drafted by our own Thanks. people. But to your point, we don't know where we're going. Exactly. So that's so where we it don't makes know what risks we're subjecting ourselves to. But we know that it, by by the mouths of the the powers that be, mm-hmm. it's in the best interest of the family. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm gonna so take I'm gonna take that risk. Yeah. And today we're doing the exact same thing. We yes. do it with cryptocurrency. We do it with stocks. The powers that be say, just invest. Elon Musk said we should do this. Jeff Bezos said we should do that. Yeah. Right. So we said we should do this. Right. Uh, All the people that know, they know exactly what's about to happen with that money that we don't have the means to subject to Mm -hmm. risk. But as long as we keep eating, we're good. So I'm going to feed the family, but I'm getting rich off of these efforts. So so now, the the difference, I believe. It was blowing me that Job and Job is pronounced two different things, but it's in the... That, that still blows Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 he's super woke. Over there. He's a super woke. Same word. Same word. The difference. I, mean, I know how to read. Right. Right. Go ahead. The, the, here's the difference for me. This is where technology has basically given us the green light to hold mm. people accountable. We didn't know better back then. We have the means to read, write, learn, educate ourselves. Mm. We can see. We can we can investigate anything said to us yeah, at this information point. Information age now. We, you cannot mislead the intelligent. Yes, you can. Not the intelligent. Yes, you can. How? Because, because they don't believe in their own opinion. If they don't value their own opinion. They can be led anywhere. Well, I'm, okay. Let me rephrase the question. Mm-hmm. Mis- well, but wait, mis- mislead. That's maybe that's the wrong word. Wait, but look though, information, right? Mm-hmm. I can go on Google right now. We can search. I, I, we can say a topic, right? You're gonna search a certain way, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna search a certain way, and yeah. you're not gonna get the same, same information. Exact, I get. Yeah, no. the same exact. Because look, wait, 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 no, wait, 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 wait. Because literally, every time I'd be like, first off, I mean, I've done it with a, I've done it with my my little cousin. I'm like, hey, you heard of NFTs? And he had just put NFT in, mm-hmm. and I put in, what is an NFT? Yeah. I'm getting two different types of information. Yeah, yeah. NFT. Because, of why. Is, yeah. because Google don't give you the same direction. The the researchers or these search engines don't give you the same direction yeah. into what you're searching. It's, a, it's so about how it you ask that you question. Into, he may be on page 20, and I may be on page 106. We ain't in the same room. Okay, but here's my point. What you're talking about is being misled by the information source. But you said technology was a piece of information that gave us more resources to information. But education tells us how to use it. Education can't tell me how to use it because I can be educated and tell me in a certain way because when you teach a person how to do something this way, but then you learn in real life that this don't even apply to this, but I was taught it does, I've okay. now got to unlearn wait, this wait and minute. relearn in a different way. And I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. I'm, okay, let me back up. <laughs> all education isn't isn't <laughs> accurate <laughs> education. Facts, right, right, all right. information isn't accurate information. Facts. But education exists to the extent that you allow yourself Facts. to absorb it. And information can always be verified if you take the time to do it. Ignorance is a choice. Mm-hmm. 
Slave ignorance is a choice. At this that's point crazy. in our lives, ignorance is a choice. That's the choice you was talking about. Uh, right. That's, that facts. that's why I just, Ignorance is what a lot of slaves chose because they didn't see another option. They didn't so they know that there were other options to consider. That this is, we have to submit to this. But wait, wait. The reason why is because fear Period was. Up, man. It's a few different ones. Correct, but, like, but fear was implemented. Yeah. Eventually. Definitely... Not initially. But it's, hold on. The opposite, of, the opposite of fear is what? Love. Mm-hmm. Right? So if you if you implement the total opposite to a, a spectrum to the mind, it does nothing but act on subconscious versus the conscience. That's why the that's why people say you but, woke now because you actually are acting in your conscience. You also have to think about this sub. though. We're in a different day and age. No. During slavery, they didn't have TV. Internet. They didn't have influence to be able to have those that can support from a distance. You only had those that were submissive to the same circumstance that you were in. That's right. At that moment. Mm -hmm. So if there's only one person out of forty people that's Mm -hmm. like, forget that. We're gonna black power. You're gonna be like, yo, bro, you about to get (laughs) 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 I'm about to figure out how to eat this rib real quick and these chitlins. You feel me? So I feel like you're right nowadays, but back then they didn't have the same resources. So when Kanye made that statement, just to piggyback and bring it back around, he doesn't have the right. No, no let me First not say that. Could, he has the right to say what he wants, he wants right. but he can't speak on those circumstances in real life because mm. he didn't live there. Yeah, he wasn't in there. Real like, dude, life. but he I wasn't get there. the power of the mind at this point in time of Kanye West. Of when was he born? In eighty something, yeah, seventy yeah. something. Right. 82. The nigga wasn't a slave, so he right. can't even say nothing about being no. a slave. Now, the modern day slave. <laughs> you about no. it? You just sold it. Mar- you just, you just wait, 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 because you just said his song, "Modern Day Slave." He has a whole song that talks about modern day slave. That's what correct? I was about to wait, say. Wait, wait, wait. With modern day, he is. He can relate to modern day slave, but back then. Without having the resources he has now, to, imagine if really Kanye good, was a slave, to right into it. trying to make it as the rapper he is today. Back then, that shit's dead. Oh, wait, but listen, it's I'm not happening. You, but I'm about to give you a correlation. It's not Cadillac this. Records. I'm about to give you a correlation. This is not Cadillac Records. But look, I'm about to give you a correlation to the topic, and it goes and it falls right into Cleveland. Right? Is it is a choice of a mindset to do something. You have to choose based off of thought and feeling that you're going to do something. If you're going to submit, if you're going to submit, that means you have a thought to submit. Mm-hmm. If you have a thought to go against, you have a feeling and emotion to go against. And the mindset, self-will is Yes, but I'm getting into a piece of it. The mindset of the human being is like even him making a comment that how it's turning up in this conversation right now of being spoke about and that dialogue being pushed. That's what's needed yeah. to make everything 100% uncomfortable. Yeah. What is he talking about? Because this is this. But then you start literally evaluating yourself on like, wait, do I really know if it really is? Yeah. 
Because what if he knows information the, that we really don't know that he actually more so did research on and then came up for his perspective of what it is? Any theory is a perspective. Yeah. And then it becomes a hypothesis. Yeah. And then they experiment on that theory. Yeah. And then it becomes a fact. a fact. So guess what? Man created that concept. So if you're telling me that him making a comment of his theory is just the starting point well, that's for ex- us. And, and Kanye is a smart guy. Future month. Huh? Shout out to future month. Ain't that what it's called? Black Future Month? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Everything you just said was Black Future Month. Right. <laughs> Kanye is... Kanye is an intellectual. (laughs) Kanye is an intellectual in the sense that he understands exactly what you just said. It's like anything else. I think Einstein said it at one point. But I'm a weirdo. That's why I said it. But the the thing is, all you have to do is introduce an alternative theory to what everybody else believes. Facts. That's what changes the mindset. Nobody can say that that theory is true or false until they've proven it. Mm -hmm. In order to prove it, you got to research it and you got to digest it he has a phd just to let you know <laughs> so guess what that's the people that create the theories but what and I'm create saying, facts right but what the people that get phds but what i'm saying is initiating that conversation in kanye's mind was meant to take us away from this slave mentality that he felt as if we've been imprisoned under mm-hmm. he says it all the time that's why he wore the red hat yep. that's or actually does which one? Because you gotta you gotta give me well, something that's actually real substance. Well, because I can't Kanye feel about believes, it and I know it. Kanye believes that we are still enslaved, modern day slavery. He, he believes that we are still enslaved to the same systems that have enslaved us all this time. They just manipulated it. They just changed it, changed the context, changed the access to resources and all these other factors. But when it's all said and done, we're still modern-day slaves. We're still taking bits and pieces. Do you think that that he's a genius, though? I mean, just— I know Dave say he's a genius all the time. And I'll be like— Dave Chappelle? No, one of my boys. He always called Kanye a genius. And I'll be like, dude— what makes him a genius? I'm about to tell you this. I'm about His to music? Can we, Pause. No. Can we look up the definition of genius real quick? <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. You, you about, see, if you do that, if you do that. No, wait, 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 look at this. Look at this. Hold on, wait, wait, pause. Because look, you about to do something that's going to make it very uncomfortable for me. 100%, you're about to look up a definition that was a man-made definition. Exactly. So if you giving me something that's man-made, bro, oh, what do you wow. have substance to stand on? You get what I'm saying? No, 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 stop. 100%, bro, because it's like if you create this thing of like you always looking at Google to research it to see if this is actually real or not, what substance do you stand on versus your experience? Here's what I'm going to tell you. Because experience is actually real. What's being put in front of you ain't real. Because what's genius? The weirdos is geniuses, but they say that the cool people are geniuses. Come on, man. Which spectrum is So here, let me answer your question. I am a different type of believer because I believe exactly what you just said. If somebody wrote it, then somebody told me to believe it. Right. That goes from the Bible all the way to the Webster Dictionary. Correct. Okay. So I have to use my own interpretation of everything. Discernment. Right. You ask what the Webster Dictionary version of it is or Google. The last person I ever asked anything of is Google. (laughs) because Google's going to tell me what somebody else told Google Mm -hmm. in 900 million different instances Mm -hmm. and it deduces an answer to your question Mm -hmm. and sometimes it has a very pinpointed 
point of reference, like the Webster Dictionary or Wikipedia, mm-hmm. right? Britannica, mm-hmm. all of which are still manipulated by man, just Facts. like the Bible. Yeah, I agree. Right? Just like the definition of slavery. Just Facts. like the history <laughs> of slavery. Facts. All we know is what somebody else told us as it relates to the slate, the the initiation of the slave trade. Now, we or could as tell. It relates to the person that created the internet and wanted to put the information on the internet. And exactly. Said, this is what we going to put on there. Yeah. Right. I'm going to put yeah. on there what I want you to hear. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. The, the the fact remains that until we embrace those definitions, they're still subjective. Mm-hmm. My embrace definition of genius is somebody that understands beyond conceptual logic or beyond belief, be, belie, beyond the belief structure as defined by the source. I, I, I My definition of genius is a person who can... Who who actually contributes to everyday life as we know it? Mm-hmm. So if a person, a person who came, anybody who has been innovative in our lives, like in human life, mm-hmm. I feel like you're a genius. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you created something mm-hmm. that was so genius. That everybody that, else that is doing. That everybody it now. else in the world, literally the whole world, has chimed into that. That's genius. Mm-hmm. Einstein, genius. Mm-hmm. Like all these people were like geniuses because they they took a concept and they made it something that was from nothing. You we're, know what I'm saying? Like literally alive. made it from a concept from nothing to something. So and alive. for somebody to say Kanye's a genius, I'm like, what did he contribute other than some good music? I mean, I don't, I don't He's understand. Like the, I mean, he has a lot of opinions, but, but isn't isn't every isn't every concept an opinion until it's proven? Yeah, facts. But it's, all, it's all opinion, but when you become a genius, that means you turn that concept into something to truth. Truth, right? Yeah. Now, but, did so, Kanye turn something to truth yet? To us? Okay. Ooh. We got to get into Cleveland because I'm about to because we can get into Kanye so deeply. Nah, this isn't about Kanye. Yeah, it ain't about Kanye. I Truth. just, I just once y'all start talking about Kanye, yeah, it's like triggering me. Because I, I, I don't, I don't. But it, here's I, I love I, Kanye, but we got a love hate relationship. Here's, here's what I'll tell you about innovation. It's all a matter of subjectivity. People have to decide to embrace it, and then it exists. Yeah. Right, GB Entertainment doesn't exist unless a customer walks through the door. Yeah, facts. You know what I mean. Once GB Entertainment is a global organization, you could say whoever started that is genius. Yeah, whatever concept we came up out of here with, it would be genius. Right. Right. But in my mind, everybody's capable of genius. Mm. Anybody. Which is what makes us individuals. It's our ability to think individually mm. and to conceive individually and to mm. contribute yeah. individually to the collective whole. Now people got to listen to you when you talk, right? These podcasts are just conversations yeah. until somebody embraces this conversation and carries it forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now that conversation has become a point of reference, mm-hmm. right? That conversation leads to another conversation and Thanks. that conversation breeds about new creativity. Yeah. I get it. I get yeah. it. Now, has Kanye done that? Absolutely. And I, I Does mean, that make he, him genius? Yes. I, no. You gotta, I don't care you about that. It's relative. It's up he, to you. It's, it, 
only reason I don't call him a genius is because it's his, because of the ingenious in his geniusness that everybody talking That's about. That's what I'm talking about. Now, I, I can bring I up. I don't like the way he moves. The way that he moves, like he moves a certain way at one point in time, and you can be like, "Oh, I like that." But then all of a sudden he'll start moving weird, and you like, "Why is he moving like that?" He's a Gemini as well, too. So just what, let you what know, is, what I mean, yeah. he's a hundred percent a Gemini. Yeah, they they can be able to tap in a different yeah. Based on how you feel, exactly, but they can tap in a different spot, like in the, the weather. But also, <laughs> being a genius probably can drive you fucking crazy too, though. Well, it does because the the hardest thing about if being not, a, the hardest thing about being an intellectual is truly believing in something so deeply that you're willing to invest everything you have yeah. into 100%. it, 100, and then nobody buys into it, That's and then it's fact. like. Dude, what don't you understand? How loud do I have to be? How far do I have to reach in order to get this through your head? And the masses are going, you believe that. I don't. You're mm-hmm. not a genius. You're a nutbag. I'm telling you it's true. <laughs> I can prove it. I'm. So Nostr- Nostradamus was probably, they probably wanted to hang him from a tree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you talking What you talking about? A future that probably will never exist. I'm telling you this is going to happen. Because science says A plus B equals C. 1 plus 1 equals 2. If, then, result. This is going to happen. Sorry, dude. Think, you know, if you want to go back to the Bible. Noah, we need to build this big-ass boat. For what? Because it's about to rain, and it ain't going to stop. <laughs> this dude is crazy. He was a no, genius. for real. Sky is sunny. What are you talking about? 100%. We building right. The man, the, this this burning bush, this tree, this whatever told me to build this, this voice from the sky said, build this ship. I don't know how to build a ship. I don't know where the wood's going to come from, but I guarantee you it's going to be built, and I'm going to put two of every... This is the Bible talking, not me talking. And I'm going to put two of every ammo on it to survive. And if you believe in what I'm telling you, you might want to get on board, but, too. But as my dude Sheldon say on Big Bang Theory, if he put two animals, every animal on the, on the boat, what did the lions eat? <laughs> the other animals, right? <laughs> What, does, what did the lions eat? But my point being, <laughs> he was a nutbag in the eyes of the masses yeah. when it happened. Moses, the burning bush, the mat. And if the Bible does nothing, it tells you to think beyond. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Indeed. It now, tells you to think beyond. As we speak about the Bible. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. I've been wait, Christian my whole life. Yeah, I have too. And in the midst of growing up so Christian, <laughs> it was so crazy because, like, at, in the midst of growing up Christian, like, as an adult, as a 32-year-old man, I'm just now starting to question my religion. Yeah, I'm, me too. To the point where, like, I believe in God, I, for I sure. I believe in, I believe in Jesus. Yeah, I'm not going to hold you. But at the same time, some of those things. I just, know these stories are being made, and a lot of these <laughs> right. things don't align. But what I can say is like, the still immoral. When I lived in New York, and this is a sidebar, but when I went to New York in 2012 with nothing to my name but $2,200 to pay for tuition, I can only say that God got me through that because it was many nights of being homeless, five to six months to be exact, of eating out of trash cans, begging for changing the suit, wow. moving from spot to spot, sleeping in subway stations, eating ramen noodles for dinner, not having meals for days on end, where the scripture, thirty one Deuteronomy 31.8, is what kept me going. 
Mm. You know, do not be afraid of dismay. The Lord goes before you, you know. So it was like I was able to eat off that scripture, and I believe it was because of the power of belief. That's right. And also because I truly believe that God was providing for me. Now, when it comes to our ethnicity as the indigenous ones, mm-hmm. I don't know if Christianity was the first religion that we decided to go, go with. Yeah. Go yeah. ask the so, African that I, live here. I, but at the end of the day, I can go to Ancestry.com and find out who was related to me years ago mm-hmm. because of the DNA. But then it's like your belief within your spirit is like, but how do I know if that's true? Exactly. Right. Same thing you mentioned on Google. Right. But how do I know if that's true? Right. Your spirit will tell you. But sometimes your spirit can be wrong. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. your spirit may be confused by its flesh. Correct. Mm. Right. You feel me? And so, by its education. Mm. Indoctrination. Indoctrination. Right. So at that point, now we really stuck. Now it's like, I don't really know what's going on. Well, here, here, here's what I'll tell you. Because I like where you're going with this. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tie this all back in because it's getting late to his mm-hmm. point. I'm going to tie this back into Cleveland. And I've said this once before. If the Bible does nothing, it gives you a point of reference. It gives you something to lean on. Because a lot of people, we're, we're talking about people that have nowhere to turn. So they turn to the wrong things. They can't look inward for proof of mm-hmm. product or proof of sustainability mm-hmm. or even proof of character so they look for these outward resources and a lot of them choose the media they choose the music they choose the movies they choose whatever motivates them to get off their ass and go and do something different Mm. the bible is just kind of a universal standard landmark of hope Mm. and spiritual guidance now i'm with you I believe in God, and I call him, and I've I've done an episode on this, so some people are hearing this for the second time. I believe in God, and I call him God because it's kind of a universally recognizable name. Mm -hmm. Him, her, I don't care. But I do believe in a higher power, Mm -hmm. meaning I do not believe we have the capacity to create these things without some heavenly influence. Mm -hmm. That influence I refer to as God. To think that that God needed to talk to us in order for us to speak back to him, that's weird to me. Mm-hmm. Churches, Bibles, those are all man-made constructs mm-hmm. that monetize or at least m- manipulates the mindset of the general public. Mm. It gives us something that they can measure our our um, intellect and all that intellect mm-hmm. and our confidence in. Mm-hmm. How, how much are you buying into what I'm saying? Here's the book. Do you mm-hmm. believe in the book? Eh, I'm not sure. Okay, I can't talk to you. Do you believe in the book? I believe in the book. So I'm going to give you the power to spread the message in the book. Mm. Right? Network marketing. That's mm-hmm. all the church is, in my personal mm-hmm. opinion. And when these different cultures and these different societies said, well, we don't think like you think, we're going to create our own book. Okay. Not our own God. You can create your own God. But ultimately, I think we're all talking about the same Singular higher power. Makes sense. Whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Now, does that mean that Christianity is bad? No, that means Christianity is pushing Christianity's message. Yeah. And so is Hinduism, and so mm-hmm. is is uh, so is Sephora Hinduism. and Mac right. and Mary Kay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> They're all preaching, you know? and and every every genius. Every source of a new intellect or a new creativity is entitled to create its own landmarks. NFTs. 
Metaverse. Right. That's actually facts. Yeah, that makes it right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You're entitled to that. It's your product. So how do you want to market your product? Thanks. How do you want to present your product to the people? And who was Thanks. the person that invented the Bible? King James. God didn't write it. Right. Say, I think King James. Hey, listen, hold on, hold on, It go deeper than that, bro. Should I Google so it? Look, no, look no. Yeah, you should not Google it. But, but like I said, I'm, I'm tying this back to Cleveland. I'm tying this back to Cleveland. Whatever motivates us to get off our ass, whatever motivates us to think beyond our own barriers, our own limitations, and our own insecurities, mm. that's what we got to believe in. And if yeah, it's the right. Bible, then believe in it. If it's your next door neighbor, right. then believe in it. If it's a movie, then believe in it. Mm -hmm. Whatever it takes, but to just sit there mm -hmm. and only do enough to survive, mm. and you're cheating live. yourself. Mm -hmm. And not live. And just to connect to what you're saying, because I'm 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 on the on the flip side, I'm looking at it from my perspective. Mm -hmm. So based on what you're saying is, at the end of the day, at the end of the time, at the end of your last breath, it's up to you to choose what you believe in. Yes. And it's up to you to be accountable for what you believe in. Right. Mm -hmm. And the Bible amongst other religions have been based on a common ground mm -hmm. that either you agree or disagree, but if you disagree, that's okay. If you agree, that's fine too. You can support the cause. If you disagree, you can support the cause that you support. So at the end of the day, like back to, to piggyback off what you were saying with Kanye, it was a choice. I believe that in the midst of being enslaved, it was a choice to be fearful or not. Then it was a choice to be rebellious or not. Mm -hmm. Then it was a choice to believe or not. Mm -hmm. Then it was a choice to accept and settle or not. Or not. Mm -hmm. Then it was a choice of or not or not. Right, right. <laughs> mm -hmm. Then it was a choice of George Floyd or not. Then it was a choice of. It continues to compound yeah. itself. So it it's is like, a never ending decision. Is it? And that's why, and I'm going to throw this out here and I'm going to leave it at this. This is why, in my opinion, The Matrix is the most impactful movie series I ever made. Movie. Ever made. Because it forces you to say, what do I choose? It, it basically gave the power of humanity back mm. to the human by saying, I don't care what this machine does. Mm. You have the right to choose whether you accept Unplug. its message pill or, or not. No, no, it wasn't even nothing about the red pill or poop. It was based off of plugging in or unplugging. Yeah, but That's it was, true. But, but you had to take exactly the pill to unplug, though. Well, you but had to be was, place to was, take the pill to be found. But the, the, yeah, point, be found, right. the point being, the machine... Is that... Is that Vaccination of COVID? Oh, man, <laughs> Look at him. He's right. working. Keep going. Yeah. What bad. I'm saying is the machine was limited to its ability to suppress our choice. Mm -hmm. Right? So the longer it could suppress our choice, the more powerful it could be. The minute we chose to take control of our ability to choose, not just red or blue, but plugged or unplugged, you know, Machine World or Zion, the moment we understood the power of that choice, we could literally do anything. anything. That was the whole concept of We could do anything. The fact that we realized we had a choice was the anything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, that was the choice? fear factor. That was the, that was the threat to the Machine World. Yeah. We can choose to be your slave or not. Yeah. But I have to accept what comes with that. 
Facts. Whether right. it's you threatening my life with a gun because I right. choose to choose my life over yours, yeah, or right. yeah, bro, you are absolutely right that's, about that. That's that's, facts. that's the that's the choice. That's the simplicity of humankind. Mm-hmm. That's the we sim- are at the end of the day, we are a very simple construct, and that's mm-hmm. the simple piece of the reason why Cleveland sits on so much talent because we're not choosing to literally uphold or or provide or showcase this actually talent a lot of people will speak and yell out the top of their lines i do shows and i do this and i do that and i showcase that but it's like yeah you do but to whom to whom what 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 to what end to what exactly like if you continuously talking to the same 20 people and they turn into 17 and they turn to 14 and they turn to two of course you're gonna get the same result Mm -hmm. but if you're not changing your out like literally outlet like bro i made a comment to this of so long ago on twitter it was like years ago and i said cleveland will only be the product of what we think is cool mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we literally make these other people hot we made mike jones hot yeah we did we made all these people that's actually fire that's supposed to be fire right now supposed to be somebody right now Hot. Cleveland did. Right. Cleveland, Ohio did it. Mm-hmm. Nowhere else. People come here to get 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 on. We made and then also city, and then also this this hundred percent really a lot of people won't say it. Atlanta a uh, uh, fighters for it. We made Jeezy hot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna hold you. Bone Thugs and Harmony made everything hot in Cleveland. <laughs> and at the end of the day, I'm gonna tell you this: <laughs> Bone Thugs and Harmony is the reason why Cleveland is even relevant. Let's yeah. just keep it a hundred. And at the end of the day, I'm gonna also say this: based on what you were saying, I'm gonna negate it in a business aspect only because shout out to Larice Purnell. He got three hundred black-owned businesses in Tower City, and they raised over six hundred and thirty-six thousand dollars in two days. Mm-hmm. That was Black Wall Street to me in real life, mm-hmm. in that moment. So I agree with what you're saying, but I also say that there's people out there that are creating the communities that mm-hmm. can support what you're pushing. In regards mm-hmm. to your perspective of Cleveland supporting Cleveland and putting Cleveland on, mm-hmm. so with him putting on them three hundred small businesses at Tower City, raising over six hundred thousand, that's that's his contribution. This is yeah, my contribution, and this is your contribution, you and we get mean? to speak on it. Right. So it's like us having the opportunity to it's speak. A platform, exactly. So I don't give all the credit to him. Glory be to God. Absolutely. But at the end of the day, I'm gonna say. Each individual that was involved in that experience, as well as we are involved in this experience, this is AG, you, Larice Purnell, right now, bringing us to the table. And this is the 300 black owned businesses that's able to express how they feel. Right. And I do it every week. In a different lane. And I don't, and I don't shut anybody out. Facts. Anybody. So, so you it's know, opportunity. I, and I continue to make this opportunity available to the general public because y'all are talented individuals, all three of y'all, mm. all four of us in our own right. Right. Right? right. I don't see myself as an entertaining talent. I see y'all as entertaining talent. Right? right. But I know what my talents are and I bring my talents to the table and I know what my resources are and how to use those resources to give uh, visibility to other individuals. 
And this is something that I'm going to continue to do until I'm gone. Mm -hmm. Because when it's all said and done, I'm going to get more by exposing you guys to the public than I'm going to get by selling a can of paint Mm -hmm. to a contractor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So this is what feels good to me. So I, I do appreciate y'all coming out. I really, I know we kind of went off tangent a couple times, but it all came back to the same situation. It all came back to us using our community to improve our perspective mm-hmm. of our own opportunities. Right. And that started with us making the choice of getting uncomfortable, being vulnerable, and putting our necks out there to say, you don't know me yet, but I need you to know me in this capacity and here's how I'm going to introduce myself to you not tell your friends about me mm-hmm. you know what I mean and the minute they say how do I get to this guy we can have a conversation but we got to constantly push that message we got to constantly push the message of there's somebody at LMS that you haven't met yet that you need to meet there's a cameraman that you don't know that you need to know mm-hmm. how you utilize him y'all discuss that mm-hmm. I'm not here to I'm not a puppet master. Right. I'm just the link. Yeah. I'm just the link. Or the aux. Because <laughs> you know the, the aux, they connect to the source. Yes. That's right. <laughs> you heard me. But that's just me. That's what's mm. up. I call you. I, I consider you to be an aux. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. And, you know, an aux cord connects on both sides. Mm-hmm. So sure. whatever the source is, it's up to the aux's opinion or choice. The conduit. Right. What you, the you just is. become the conduit between yeah, those two pieces. It's just uh, you. Right. That's right. Let me look up. Let me Google conduit. <laughs> Here we go, Google. <laughs> Let me Google that. Hey, look, man, we've we been on for a minute. I'm sure a lot of people go love this episode. I really appreciate y'all coming through and giving me this time. Um, do we do we, do we we have a, a performance on the table for this evening? Oh, yeah. Lars said he got some bars. Nah, he put me on the... <laughs> You're the artist. I do got something on the, uh, on the surprise side, man. It was so... I've been telling myself ever since um, last year on my birthday, when I turned 28, I told myself that I stand in my worth and only my worth. I never stand into something somebody else feels as if it is. So since then, I've just been like, all right, cool. Yes! Ladies and gentlemen, we got them. GB Entertainment, LR the Hype Star in the building. Listen, he's about to hit you with some fire. Let's go. Yeah. It's a lot of niggas in Cleveland who don't like me What? Shit, I don't know what that means I know a few cities that feel the same way Well, I'm just doing my thing It's a lot of you niggas that look just like me Probably got the same old dreams Shit, that's just the story of my life You should go in one direction to see what that brings Ha, niggas think shit's sweet Ha, but I ain't turned 16 Well, I can spit a 16 like 16 zips I can blow the whole thing I ain't blowing no green LMS lifestyle, man, you know the whole team if you ever wonder why, I never would vegan cause I still get cream Huh, taking over the summer, flow so dumb but I'm about to go dumber Niggas think I'm wiped out but I'm back, that's a bummer Pull up with no roof, did you know this a hummer? About to go nutty but it ain't love buddy Got a fine ass chick so I just might cumber By the toe tag niggas, hoe ass niggas By the blow pass niggas but I'm not road runner, uh Nobody fuck with the crew, we stay strapped like the Navy But it ain't light, boo pop top for the green But this ain't Mountain Dew, I'm a star in the six But I'm not a black Jew, Lil' Sis Nail Yeah, she play fire you like a dad lunatic On some Grammy shit, blowing up like a blimp Nail lit like a bitch, you would think she flamed up But our dad was a crip, uh. All I hang with is kings, everybody in the land Already know my dreams, I'm a lame in the city LMS is all capping, I Been on top like a T So since then, I've just been like, alright, cool 
I'm gonna showcase every little talent, every little piece of me. I'll be as transparent and vulnerable as possible to the point where like you can't do nothing to break me. As go. Tupac said, like if a homie knows something about me and I put it out before he did, what can he do to me? Mm-hmm. That's right. Nothing at all. So hey, I didn't bring up Tupac somebody. Every damn every episode he come up. I just want to wrap this up. Cam, LR, Booth, thanks for contributing to this episode. Already. It's all it's always it's always fruitful to hear from the mouths of people that don't necessarily get that voice. That's and I know that I have a lot of people listening to this episode that always want to hear a black man's perspective mm-hmm. above and beyond my own to validate some of the stuff that I put out there episode after episode after mm-hmm. episode. So I appreciate that input. I appreciate y'all time. This is just the intro just to let y'all know we got more coming because it's another it's more topics that we're gonna speak about that's gonna literally just like as he say, he loves to make people uncomfortable. That's right. So do I. That's right. And it's more that need to be said as well too. Like I said, this is the intro. Yeah, I right. never know. GB Entertainment maybe work with LMS as well as Cam Woods. Oh, that's so the goal. So at the end of the day, y'all don't even know what's going on on the behind the scenes, but we just get y'all a little snippet of it. That's exactly right. For show. That's exactly right. I like to make people comfortable. That's why I brought my camera. So in case no. y'all want to come on the podcast, <laughs> um, just know that I'll be here with my camera to make you comfortable. And uh, we got all the lights you need. You know, we're going to make you look like diamonds and, and, and porcelain glass in here. You know. The man is talented. Hey, thanks again, everybody, for listening in. This is AG's Convos, and we have AG's Convos. We gonna show you how the world goes. AG's Convos. We gonna show you how the world goes.